Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Good afternoon, everyone. God bless you. This is Apostle Val. Here for some lunchtime inspiration. I'm excited to be with you all as always. I'm grateful for the opportunity to share the word. Grateful, grateful for the opportunity to share our topic, our topic, our topic today. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with me. That's pretty much our thing today. I'm good. I'm going to be with you. Several years ago, I'm going to be reading a segment of that and just sort of expounding as the Spirit of God leads. Um, and I'm hopeful that it's coming through clear because as I see, my signal is failing. But I'm going to keep going for it. Amen. Trusting God will allow this signal to be it, what it needs to be to get this message out. So the book reads this way. Silence covers the room upon your entrance. I wondered if I had a stain on my dress, I mean, a booger in my nose, food in my teeth, because there had to be some reason for this awkward moment, this awkward stillness. The answer, I was roaring in my silence. I was roaring in my silence. Early on in life, I was labeled as being different. And I struggled why I couldn't do and be like others. I think back to even when I was in the third grade. I was the only African-American in my school class. Mm, Imagine that. And it was that way until I was in the sixth grade, which gave me a little bit of a complex. With my classmates, I wasn't good enough. And with the people of color, I was thought to act better than I should. Um, And with that mindset being instilled in me in such a young age, there were no thoughts about ever being a leader. I'm so appreciative of those lessons learned as a child because they prepared me for the moments when I now have to stand and take my rightful place in the kingdom. You see, for me and for some of you who are listening God has had you in stealth mode. You've been doing the work, but you've been under the radar. Because his strategy was that I'm going to prepare you for leadership. I'm going to prepare you for what's to come. But I can't let everybody know what I'm doing. Stealth mode. I was one who gave and served leaders of my church with my time, my finances, and my overall support. I was stifled for seasons at a time that I would be benched from serving because of accusations without truth. Mm-hmm. This scrutiny and attack, as I saw it then, were felt to be unjust, but 
even through those encounters, I became. It took me more than 50 years, y'all, to accept that I was a leader. I was pushing people into their God places. I was imparting truth as the Spirit gave utterance. But I was never able to really apply these principles to my own life. I questioned, how am I a leader? Yet my life isn't flourishing like those I inspire. My reality is that God was establishing me continually, but I was unrecognized because I didn't look like what was manifesting for others. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I wrote, hi, my name is Valerie, and I'm a prophet. When I began to introduce myself that way, I got a lot of pushback. Many men in leadership didn't acknowledge it and would continue to call me elder or pastor. While some women in leadership gave me a side eye, imagine being a part of a denomination that claims not to acknowledge apostles or prophets at all unless they're able to designate you to that role based on what they see. I would hear God speak and speak, and I would speak into the lives of those who he gave me the messages for, and I was told to stop. How do you call yourself a leader in a church, but you want to silence God? How do you do that? How are you a leader, but you want to silence God? I'm telling you, that's fuel for a whole other conversation, and we're not going to get in that today. But I had to let that go. And I talked about that a little bit this morning. I had to let that go, that we have to um, forget those things which are behind us and begin to press toward the mark of the prize of God, the high calling in Christ. We've got to forget those things and not let those things linger in our lives, but really become good in the skin that we're in, really become good. I mean so good with who you are in God and what God has called you to. You've got to be good with that, y'all. And I realize that when people are not sure of their purpose and their assignment for the kingdom of God, they are not welcoming of those who have assurance about their call. And so, you know, you, yeah, I'm talking to you. You right now are around people who when they see you come, because you come in confidence, you come in assurance, you come with, with, with power. When you show up, quiet. Because they never know what you're going to say. They never know, especially if you have an ear to hear and you have a prophetic gifting. They get quiet because they're like, oh, Lord, here she come. I don't want her to read my mail. I don't want him to read my mail. I don't want them to know what's going on with me. Let me just try to get quiet and go to a back corner and hide. But no, 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 no. You have to be who you are in God. You have to be who you are in God, whether it's in the ministry, whether it's in the marketplace. First and foremost, I hope that you are who you are in your home. And for those who are married, you you are utilizing that in your marriage because marriage is our first ministry. Let me tell you that again. If you're married, marriage is your first ministry. So I pray that you're handling your marriage and that manner that you're taking care of home first before you do anything else. Times, y'all, I'm telling you that I wanted to just speak up. Just speak up. And in those moments, God would say to me, Valerie, just be quiet. 
just go in because your presence is enough to bring my power. Your presence is enough to shift an atmosphere. Your presence is enough to change things. So I just need you to go. Go in the power and the authority that I've given you. Go in the assurance that I've given you. Go with the knowledge that you have about who you are, what I've called you to do, and what your assignment is. Go in that because with that, when you walk in the room, yes, people will get quiet. Yes, people will look. Yes, there may be an awkward moment when you feel like something must be wrong with me. I must have something on my clothes. Something must be out of place. Maybe my wig is twisted. I don't know. I got lipstick on my teeth. Maybe something, something, something is taking place that's causing them to look at me sideways. But he said, no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Be good in the skin that you're in because you're made in my image. I did that. Everything that's about you, I did that. I did that. So you have to move. You have to move, recognizing that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Huh? You are the temple. You are the church. Move in what it is that God has called you to unapologetically. Can you do that? Can you do that unapologetically? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It would be so nice. It would be so nice. It would be so nice. I've been sick all my life, but it would be so nice. And I'm good with that. Like, I'm so good with that. Well, wouldn't it be nice if we could get away from the stigma? If you're not a size 5 or a size 7 or a size 9, that you're still good with it? You just want to be healthy, okay? Let me say that. You want to be healthy. You know, you wear the clothes that fit without having to squeeze in them. You're comfortable with your, the color of your eyes. You're comfortable with your hair. And, you know, in this pandemic, we've been able to see some true people. Like when you don't see them with the weave and you don't see them with the eyes and you don't see them with the lashes and you don't see them with the nails, sometimes people don't look like they were looking a few months ago. But are you okay with that? Because you're still made in God's image. All that other stuff, that sometimes speaks to the fact that you're insecure about your truth. But when you can be okay with who you are, when you can be okay with the skin you're in and know that you have power and know that you have authority and know that you have dominion and that you can make things happen just by showing up, then I say to you, my brothers and my sisters, just show up. I learned, and I'm continuing to learn, that when I show up, sometimes I don't have to say a word because I roar with my silence. I also roar through spoken word and song. Sometimes I roar with a smile from the depth of my spirit that will touch the heart of some other person, and I roar. I roar. And this is not just me. This is for each one of you who's listening today, male or female. There is power on the inside of you. There's gifting and an anointing on the inside of you. There's something that the Father wants to unlock and unleash into the kingdom of God here on earth to make an impact and bring about change in the lives of his people. But look, y'all, you got to be okay. You got to be good with the skin you're in. You got to be good with what it is he's called you to. You got to be good with who you are and who he is in you so that you can show up 
and roar. A lot of different sounds this week and last week on our Lunchtime Inspirations. And my heart rejoices every time a new guest came on and they released their sound. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, because each one of them had a particular audience that tuned in, that wanted to hear what they had to say. And because of the sound that was released, they captured another member of their audience that came over and was like, oh, I like that sound. I want to hear what they have to say. And so their audience grew. Their territory was enlarged. I'm saying to you, my brothers and sisters, as you do what it is that God has called you to do, as you show up, as you release your sound, as you show up, and maybe you're just showing up in silence as you show up. And maybe you're just giving somebody eye contact across the room. Whatever it is you do, however it is you do it, I need you to be okay with it. I need you to say, God, I thank you for how you made me. God, I thank you for how you shaped me. God, I thank you for every hair on my head. God, I thank you for the anointing that you placed on my life. God, I thank you for the gifting that you've given me. God, I thank you that I can make an impact in the kingdom. God, I thank you. Because nobody did this but you. You did this. You made me. You created me in your image. You did this. And my job your job, my brothers and sisters who are listening, is to give him glory. Not first to take glory of our own. To give him glory for everything that he's done and everything that he's doing. Give him glory for the ability to show up and even in your silence be able to roar. I'm excited about that today. I'm excited about that today. I'm excited about that today to know that God can get glory out of my life just being obedient and just showing up. Just show up. Show up and be okay with who you are in him. Show up and be okay with the skin that you're in. Show up and be okay to be used by God. (laughs) Show up. Show up. Show up and allow God to be glorified in your obedience to what it is he's spoken to you. Woohoo! That's all I got for y'all today. That's all I got. But that was good to me. I pray it was good to you. We do have several callers on the line. If you have a comment or a question, certainly press 1 and I can bring you live. Amen. But I am excited. I tell you all, I am so very excited about what God is doing. Praise God. I'm so Excited? <laughs> bless the Lord. God bless you, my sister, 757. You're live. God bless you, Apostle. This is Sabrina, and I just wanted to make a comment. Um, how you doing? <laughs> this this was so awesome today, and um, and what and what you're speaking, and I just wanted to. To, um, to share that one thing that we definitely have to do is um, give ourselves the gift of agreement um, and, and acceptance. The gift of agreement and acceptance. What do I mean by that? We have to see ourselves through the eyes of God, how he sees us, and accept it. Accept what he shows us 
concerning ourselves and be in agreement with it and stop comparing ourselves to others. Because like you said, he has, he has created us. He has uh, wonderfully and fearfully created us. We're all different. We all have something to contribute. We all have an assignment. But sometimes we just don't come in agreement with it because when we look at the man in the mirror, we don't see what God is, is, is showing us, is saying about us. We don't see it. So when we don't see it, we don't accept it, we don't come in agreement with it, and we end up fighting life. And so I just wanted to just add that, add that little comment because I'm saying this from experience, experience myself, just being transparent, that I had to come into agreement and accept what God was showing me about me. And when I was able to do that, then I was able to stop comparing myself to others. I am who I am. I am who God says that I am, and I accept that. Am I different? Yes, very different. (laughs) People might even think that I'm eccentric, but I accept that because that's how he created me, and he created me like that for a purpose. Amen. Amen. That's good stuff, sis. I love you. That's why you my <laughs> Love you, too. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's another question, comment. Amen. Amen. Wow. Praise God. Well, we thank you so much for joining us again today for Lunchtime Inspiration. We invite you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for another session of Seeking Truth where we will get into the word of God and see what the word of God is going to reveal to us. There's nothing better than just sitting in his presence and allowing him to open up his word and to bring it to life right before us. And then we take that word and we begin to live it. And from that, our lives are truly empowered. We'll be back next week for more time inspiration. So we ask that you would take time, plan to join us, pack your lunch, sit the table, do what you got to do. But come so that your life will be empowered. I say to those who are mothers, be Mother's Day, I pray that you will be tremendously blessed, tremendously blessed for the work that you've done in the kingdom. Love and blessings to you all. We certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that word of inspiration. To learn more about Empower to Empower Others, we ask that you visit the Empowerment Place Ministries website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, as you are empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else.